Hubhopper Originals. What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode number eleven of the unofficial VAR, a Hubhopper original. We've missed you a lot. I hope you've missed the podcast as well. And the reason for a sabbatical. The international break, my God, it's finally over, Slomo. Yeah, I'm your host Prasad Bhutkar. Joining me is co-host Slomo Samuel, who is quite ecstatic because finally we are recording after a long time. Slomo, how are you? How have you been this week? Uh, a little bit bored, uh, uh, to be honest, because of no football happening in in the Premier League or Champions League or even La Liga, Serie. Uh, but uh, coming to the European qualifiers. Oh yeah, um, we have let's, to uh, let's yeah, get yeah. that out of the way and talk about uh, how the European qualifiers for Euro 2020 have been coming about. Absolutely, and um, let's get the world champions, France. Yes. How did France fare, Slomo, uh, in the two France, games? France, uh, they had a 4-1 win over Moldova and also a 4-0 win over Iceland with uh, Olivier Giroud going uh, becoming the third highest scorer in French football history. Yeah, yeah. Underrated, is it? Underrated, very underrated. Yeah. Moving past He's, David Trezeguet, and he scored uh, even hundred plus goals for Arsenal too. So that's also a big uh, plus a big point. Plus yeah. point for him, and he's also won a World Cup. Absolutely, he's won a World yeah. Cup, and he's made sure he's been yeah. there in the mix. So yeah, that's France. Let's go to Germany now. Germany uh, with uh, uh, Jerome Boateng. Mesut Ozil, Thomas Müller, all being kicked out, literally kicked out. Oh off, my God! Yeah, off the team. Oh yeah, sad, uh, sad. But uh, Germany have put in the result. They have got a three-two win over the Dutch in Amsterdam itself because the Dutch had kicked them out of the of the Nations League. Oh yes, back okay. uh, at the start of the year. Correct. Like, uh, sorry, last year. Oh yeah, correct. So uh, the the Germans got their revenge and. Uh, and the dutch then also in their other qualifier went on to win fonel they beat belarus so oh. so that's a quite that's yeah. that's an impressive outing for the dutch as well yeah. and we've got the three lions lomo yeah. who are hot 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 yeah they are roaring absolutely. at the moment absolutely roaring. absolutely roaring uh, they had in their first qualifier versus the czech republic they had a 5-0 win with a sterling show with a hat trick yeah, sterling hat trick oh yes he's yeah. on fire the kids on, on fire. fire on on route to probably becoming the player of the year in the premier league definitely and uh, uh, we've I, also had they also beat montenegro 5-1 um also an upset in the euro qualifiers kazakhstan beat scotland now uh, slomo can you give make a quick guess okay yeah as to what countries has kazakhstan beaten before <laughs> okay so can i stop the recording and just go on to google quickly and check <laughs> no i uh, okay yeah you can uh, if you me, if you I, if you have the time but uh, we but i'll tell you what you don't have to do that yeah. because scotland are the first european side that they have actually beaten oh, oh. and in a qualifier oh. so they've got the scarps of pakistan as well okay <laughs> but scotland are their first major scalp yeah. and that is an upset for yeah. them uh the final uh, surprising result was where switzerland were leading 3-0 versus denmark and uh, denmark came back and had it at 3-3 that oh, was yeah. a brilliant game Zgranit Jaka uh, yeah. thunderbolt but 3-0 uh, and 3-3 but there's still a lot of uh, european qualifiers left absolutely euro 2020 will be an exciting one prasad whom do you think are the top 3 teams are favorites to win it um, quick i'll go with the world champions france okay i'm backing uh, 
uh, England who okay. are hot right now uh, on form and uh, number 3 is difficult because Germany are rebuilding you Italy who's also rebuilding under Mancini and uh, if you look at Belgium they are they are the dark horses in the these big yeah. tournaments so i have france and uh, england going neck to neck is what i feel yeah and uh, uh, slomo international breaks the final international break is over the business end is about to pick up and let's head straight to the premier league where we have liverpool versus spurs as the big fixture slomo yeah. both the teams alive in the champions league both the teams clashing on yeah. this weekend what can we expect from this game according to you uh, this should be a season like not a season a defining game for liverpool but liverpool uh, they they play on sunday and city they play fulham on saturday itself. so i think it will be a psychological boost for uh, city to go back on top uh, liverpool also uh, they they play spurs and spurs generally nowadays are, are not defensive minded Let's uh, make a point on Absolutely. that. And, yeah. um, they sh- uh, Spurs will also come full of uh, excitement and they want to go f- go for the kill because they, they want to get that. They won't win the Champions League. I don't think the Spurs will win the Champions League. But top four is the top priority. Top four is, is a priority because of, of their new stadium. Absolutely. They need to get those 40 need, million pounds in exactly, the account. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they they should be uh, going all guns, uh, guns blazing uh, versus a uh, Klopp side which should aim for the title uh, Pasad quick question uh, Liverpool are playing their best football we have seen in years 7 to 8 years I think Absolutely. since the time of Torres and Gerrard I think this has been their their best period right. even this is also surpassing their 13-14 season yeah the Suarez, Sterling and, and, uh, and the slip yeah. and the slip oh <laughs> uh, do you where do you think Liverpool should have their focus Champions League or the Premier League I think it should be the Premier League and I think they know it because it that the, the league of a country gives you the bragging rights and uh, they have not won a Premier League by the way they won 18 premierships yeah before the Premier League started before the league uh, that started but uh, they are yet to win since the EPL was you know yeah. rebranded yeah. and uh, that's something that, that's a monkey that, that they want to get off their backs also the trolls that the yeah. fan base has to face constantly they are well aware of it yeah. and this is one of the times you know where United Arsenal Chelsea are all rebuilding kind of rebuilding and City only have the squad to match Liverpool yeah. so Liverpool are definitely looking to aim the, for the Premier League and uh, Knowing that, you know, it's a neck-to-neck race, they can't afford to drop any more points. Yeah, uh, the uh, so that is for us Liverpool versus Spurs. Uh, Prasad, your quick prediction on this game? I'll go with a 2-1 win for Liverpool. Liverpool, okay. Uh, the other games in, in the Premier League uh, this weekend, we see Arsenal taking on Newcastle. At the MNS, which is a Monday night game. And oh, yeah. We have to also still win. have, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's what we love the game for. Um, <laughs> we also have the other game. So we can maybe just uh, combine these two games into like a one quick uh, roundup. Yeah, because it's we a are, double game yes, week. Oh, yeah. So we, we should uh, move uh, forward. So Arsenal play Newcastle and Cardiff uh, host Chelsea. Chelsea, mind you, in their last game, they lost to Everton 2 Oh, yes. How should how how will chelsea 
go about for this game do you think they sh- they sh- they will win this game versus cardiff who are struggling uh, in the premier league i think they should they kind of struggled against fulham as well yeah. when they were played fulham away yeah, because uh, few Chelsea, weeks back you know have been so inconsistent absolutely absolutely and they're still struggling for uh, in a few areas yeah. and uh, uh, morizio sari knows that europa league w- might be an option for them to get back into the champions league but the top 4 is still alive i feel and they have that game in hand uh, uh, you know for the brighton game on the carabao cup final day which they skipped because of which they had rescheduled so chelsea will definitely look to make the better of this cardiff are struggling with goals and um, chelsea are also struggling but they will nick this in my opinion yeah. and also for arsenal versus newcastle arsenal are hot on form yeah. considering the fact that they uh, put out uh, you know uh, united Arsenal at the Emirates. I haven't played for 15 days. Absolutely. Uh, do you think that plays a factor for for this game? Might be, uh, but we know Emirates is a fortress for them this season, yeah. and uh, the only losses have come to United in the FA Cup and uh, City at on the first day. So Arsenal at home are quite uh, a force to reckon with, yeah. and seeing Newcastle. you never know what newcastle might deliver but newcastle at away is still less vulnerable or more vulnerable sorry than yeah. the newcastle at home because oh, yeah. You, yeah so rafa benitez might just put in a defensive uh, lineup yeah. and una emery we, as we all know will go all gun for blazing the, yeah. for those three points because he knows that nothing less than three points is going to keep them in the third spot yeah uh, moving on to the midweek fixtures of the premier league Prashant, I have been itching all episode to say <laughs> this. Um, like you know, like when we we have, uh, we used to get those Lay's and Cheetos in in our school bags, and we had to wait for break time to say it and like eat it up. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to say these words. Nuno's, uh, sorry, Ole's at the wheel. How do you feel? Um, I'm not a United fan. but uh, the united fans kind of feel very yeah. positive because he's been he's been given a 3 year contract absolutely and um, there are two parts to this first it's a very positive uh, news for the united yeah. fan base who yeah. quite clearly struggled under mourinho yeah uh, it would be harsh to say that they struggled because mourinho made them struggle his <laughs> ego <laughs> yeah and uh, uh, ole changed turned around their fortunes has made them competitive again i yeah. think lost only a couple of games uh, the yeah. home one against psg and the, um, the fa cup games against wool and the league game against yeah. arsenal so he's lost only 3 the in a 13 December. or 14 yeah. games that they've played he's given the players the freedom to go ahead uh, play attacking football which the supporters demanded and uh, he knows what it is to represent manchester united and yeah. with mike feelen and michael carrick at the helm he has very good backing and with ed woodward also looking to you know invest uh these are exciting times for manchester united i think he'll work his socks off yeah but the second point i want to make here is the timing of the appointment because you know the champions league they're still alive in the champions league they're still alive in the top 4 when you look at ole uh, in the level of at uh, the same level of klopp uh pep yeah. or an emery or a pochettino i think there there are a few flaws in there and uh, we have seen ole from the december month to the end of the season yeah and ole gunnar solskjaer in in charge of a manchester united side for an entire season that has 60 plus games will be a big big challenge for him yeah. and the yeah. club yeah. so they need to address those 
signings that they want to because the manager will need a backing and without yeah. the backing you can't expect that wheel to roll on forever yeah <laughs> do you think uh, this has been uh, of the best manager since ferguson left in 2013 i uh, think 6 years now um i have uh, i i think so yes uh, a fair share of credit to louis van hal who brought bought marshall and who also introduced rashford and uh, who got them their first trophy since alex ferguson left yeah. also uh, mourinho got them back into the champions league and, and won them the europa yeah. but made that atmosphere so toxic that he brought it back to square one yeah. so if you look for my answer yes ole gunnar solskjaer knows what is what it is to be at united he yeah. knows the hierarchy he has the backing of sir alex ferguson he has the backing of ed woodward mike phelan who has been mind you a guy under the radar underrated for yeah. his work at united he's been fabulous all this time michael carrick's been doing a phenomenal job as well yeah. so all and all put together very good times for united ahead yeah uh, united uh, in the midweek they play wolves whom they lost to in in the fa cup uh, fancy uh, united or wolves win and how do you see uh, wolves uh, lining up for uh, for this game um I think Nuno will stick to the same tactics that he played against in the uh, in the FA Cup. United were short because of certain injuries. I think they have their the players back yeah. now, so that will play a major factor in the game to come. Uh, I think uh, Slomo, this might turn out to be a draw, or yeah. United might just nick it. Yeah, United might just nick it. Although Wolves are very high on confidence this season, and they are having a breathtaking season under Nuno, but uh, Ole with his players available is also a force to reckon with. Yeah. So, you we might see a closely contested United win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chelsea also All- uh, they host. Uh, Brighton at uh, Stamford Bridge. Absolutely. So Chelsea. Uh, the the race for the fourth spot also is is going to heat up. Yeah. Let's not forget that Arsenal just one point uh, behind Spurs. Yeah. In the Premier League. So yeah. the third spot also you never know might just be up for grabs. Absolutely. In the Absolutely. Uh, so that is how the uh, Premier League lines up for uh, this week. We 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 have fixtures on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then on Wednesday and. Thursday, right? Absolutely. So yep. it's a double game week for United, City, Chelsea, and Spurs. Spurs, yeah. May mind you, make sure you uh, check out your FPL lineups. <laughs> yeah. Quick, and uh, we also have uh, uh, certain yeah we, games we, in the La Liga. Yeah. So, Barcelona versus Espanyol, yeah. Shlomo. Yeah. Um, Catalan derby. Barcelona on the road to another title, according yeah. to you. Yeah, it's uh, they they are they are on sixty six points and. Uh, Atletico Madrid are on fifty six, so that's a good ten point gap, and uh, that is as well as as good as wrapped up in in the uh, La Liga itself. And uh, mind you, Slomo, the Deportivo Alaves face Atletico Madrid this uh, weekend. Yeah. So what happens is that uh, Atletico Madrid have drawn a lot of games, dropped a lot of points, and that might play a factor in Barcelona further extending yeah. their lead. We also have Sevilla versus Valencia yeah. this weekend. and uh, an exciting la liga uh, uh, you know fixtures to look forward to real madrid play huesca so that's about it from the la yeah. liga we But have a very big game in italy, italy slomo yeah. what's that so that is uh, as roma versus uh, napoli so uh, uh, napoli are in second place with 60 points and juve have 
wrap up the title there also there's a 75 good, points 75 Dear lord 15 points gap between them and as uh, as roma are, are in fifth place and they are a good they are 47 points and you have ac milan in fourth on 51 Absolutely. So and you uh, have Roma on forty-seven. So that's so a good four points. So must win game yeah, for, Roma. for Roma. So they will go one point just behind AC Milan, and that also heats up the battle for third, fourth, and fifth place in the Serie A. Uh, Roma have been inconsistent this season. Uh, they were dumped out of the Champions League by Porto, Porto at that that hundred and seventy minute penalty. Oh dear lord! Yeah, that, that was that was that was a penalty. That was a good call by the un, by the VAR, and we <laughs> are the un. Official, Official VAR. VAR. Yeah. Uh, Prasad, how do you see a uh, Napoli playing this game? Will they go for the uh, jugular, like the like the ki- uh, killer instinct, or will they like, hold back because of their uh, Europa League commitments? Uh, I think I I had a chat with my Italian friends uh, yeah. in the midweek, and they were like, whatever the circumstances, these teams are set up to win. Yeah. So even though Napoli are alive in the Europa League and face an Arsenal side. Uh, they will be looking forward to ensuring that they wrap up that second place yeah. because inter and ac are hot on their heels mm. and um, napoli quite uh, had a dip in form in february yeah. uh, towards the end of january and february but they have slowly picked up and they will yeah. and they will be looking to wrap up that second spot which guarantees them champions league. league yeah so oh, yeah. what a what a week this is going to be in uh, the world of football European football is back club football is back mind you guys the international break is over and we are heading swiftly to the business end of the season shlomo what do you have to offer us towards the climax of this episode anything that you would like to add in other news uh, lucas hernandez the uh, uh, french winning uh, left back and uh, he is also currently at 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 electrico madrid has moved to bayern munich for 80 million oh dear lord yes, yes that's a news absolutely so that is how and uh, we might see david david alaba prasad is very excited to get on the mic to say that he might move to arsenal <laughs> <laughs> yeah rumors but hey let's yeah. quickly address this that lucas hernandez now becomes the most expensive defender yeah, yeah. after you know he's surpassed van dijk's uh, uh, you know amount 75 is it's 80 for Lucas Hernandez so Bayern kind of have been conned there yeah. by a, a smart atletico who are very good in the transfer market uh Bayern would be like okay they are replacing an old guard with a new player with a world cup winner so there's something exciting to look forward yeah. to but hey let's let's have a look at this okay David Alaba has expressed his uh desire to play for Arsenal he's an Arsenal fan as he always says What happens on the thirty first August two thousand nineteen, when the clock strikes twelve and Arsenal announce Gary Cahill on loan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that is very. So if you are yeah. if you are a Premier League fan who knows how the transfer market goes about, hey, I don't want to mock the Gunners fans because I myself am an Arsenal fan, but I think knowing the fact that the the price amount that they are going to place on Alaba, the tag price tag that they are going to put on Alaba, and he's. Only 26. Yeah, and the price. Ta- yeah, so I think it will be a 50 plus uh, price tag easily. Starting Who knows 70 because they've paid 80 for Lucas Hernandez. Yeah. So they would want to uh, do it. But hey, that's one news. And uh, Ole's at the wheel as we've spoken. We've given you a roundup on the international fixtures. Make sure that you tune in to the unofficial VAR every three days now because we will be keeping you updated with all. the club football action that goes on in the five leagues in europe 
I hope you've enjoyed this episode, a very short one, and I hope to see you in the next episode. Here's your host Prasad Budkar signing out with Slow Mo Samuel. Bye bye. I hope you enjoyed this Hubhopper original podcast. If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info at hubhopper.com. That's info at hubhopper.com, and we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.